And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom because today is another edition of Tell Al Tuesday. And on today's show, we're going to dig into Miles's brain. Now, you don't know who Miles is yet, but a couple of weeks ago, I alluded to the fact that I was going to have Miles on the show. And today is the day. Today is the day you get into the mind of a 23-year-old entrepreneur, somebody that understood where he was trying to go at the ripe old age of, say, 18. And part of that journey included going to college. Now, I know I bash on college all the time, and sometimes I will casually tell you, I'm not sure that college is the right thing for everybody. But in Miles's case, he actually took advantage of what college could offer him because he decided to focus on a degree that married up well with what he wanted to do in life. What was that, you might ask? Well, he wanted to be a real estate investor. He comes from a family of very successful real estate investors. So he has had the opportunity to see what success looks like. And Miles said, you know what? I want a piece of that action. So instead of me just telling you Miles' great story, because this is a great story, let's get Miles onto the show. Let's dig into his brain. Let's find out what's going on between those ears. And maybe you, as well as me, will learn something about real estate investing that we didn't know before. Miles, Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you for uh, having me on the show. I'm really excited. Man, I'm, I'm super excited to, to have you on the show, too, because I'll just tell you, my college experience was, was kind of laid out for me. I, I knew that I wanted to go to college because I was told that in order for me to be successful, college was one of those things that I had to, to get through. Did, did you hear the same kind of story? What, what was being discussed in your household? Yes, definitely. Definitely college was something that... Uh, really wasn't even an option. It was something we had to do. Both my parents um, are college educated and they pushed very heavily to get that college education. Even though I I was, uh, I was skeptical because I was I felt like I was ready to go out in the world and start working and trying out business and everything. Um, but knowing and getting that safety net of a college degree uh, was just definitely an important thing in my family. So when you went to college, did you study underwater basket weaving or one of those cool majors? Or did you did you study something that would actually assist you with what you're trying to do? Yes, I actually chose something that would assist me. So um, kind of late into high school, I knew I wanted to be a real estate investor or even a real estate owner. Um, and so from there, from my senior year of high school, I set out a plan of how to get and what to get the best knowledge um, from. And so that led me into school. Um, where several colleges have real estate finance degrees actually nowadays, which was really beneficial. And so I ended up getting my degree at University of Houston for their real estate finance. Go Cougars, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Go Cougars. All right. So so you actually earned a degree that is beneficial to you. But but here's here's the question I've got to ask you, Miles, and, and I haven't even talked about all of your accolades yet, because nobody, nobody knows what you've accomplished so far at, at the ripe old age of 23. I'll get to that in a minute. But when you went to college specifically to get that real estate finance degree, did, did you feel like you walked into the classroom knowing something that maybe your peers didn't know? 
Uh, definitely. I had been a passive investor for quite a while, um, which at that time I was probably in around 10 passive deals. So I understood financials. I really understood cap rates. I knew a lot of the lingo and the vocabulary. Um, so walking into the class, definitely I almost my entire senior year, I held study groups and tutoring sessions for other classmates. And I, I had classmates who, when our professor was talking about cap rate and I was answering all the questions um, just to help share the knowledge, my classmates were like, how do you know what this impossible stuff is? And I would explain it to them and we would meet up after class and all get to study sessions. So it worked out really well. So what exactly is a cap rate? So a cap rate is your... NOI, net operating income, over that purchase price. It's something, it's long form is your capitalization rate. So it's what would happen if you paid full cash for a property, what that property would produce in return for you. But because we used leveraged money, um, those returns are different than the actual cap rate. Yeah, what, what Miles just told all of you is it's just a way to measure the return on investment that an asset could produce, right? Right. And, and do you use that when you're analyzing property? I mean, do you, do you take a look at what the market's doing and what the future markets might do when you analyze a deal? Yes, 100%. Although it is always really hard to time the market, but knowing that, knowing the demographics and your cap rate of that area or whichever location you're looking to invest is definitely very important. It can give you kind of a a soft gauge on is this property worth this value or should I be looking somewhere else or is this even the right area to be looking at? So it's a good a good first gauge for sure. Okay, so I'm going to go back to the statement that you made when you were, in, were, when you were in college and you said that you had 10 passive deals. Do, do most college students go to college already investing in real estate? Did, did you find other people doing the same thing you were doing? Um, no, sir. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't find anybody who was doing what I was doing. I definitely was looking for friends who I could uh, talk to about it and share the knowledge and some some friends. But no, nobody who's passive investing like me. But I was fortunate where I, I saw a lot of um, saw a lot of passive investors being in lifestyles and being there since I was basically 13, growing up throughout high school and being in the courses and seeing a lot of the education they provide. I. I very much knew what I wanted to do. And so the second I was 18 and legal enough to sign contracts, I, I began passive investing. I think you should know at the ripe old age of 23 years of age, he is a very accomplished real estate investor. As a matter of fact, everything that he has done over the last four to five years has been focused on building this modality where he becomes a qualified real estate investor, and then he starts producing income streams and starts developing equity growth across all of his assets. And he also matures to a certain level where he decides to let other people like me join him in the investments. We, we call those people in Lifestyles Unlimited a lead investor. And Miles has actually syndicated his first real estate deal as a lead investor it's it's a i think now how big is that thing is that 26 units miles yes sir it is a 26 unit okay so it's 26 units so prior to doing that though you were a passive investor in real estate so as a passive investor you don't really do anything correct no correct that's uh definitely the point of being a passive investor is you just look for the deal that uh seems right to invest in and you put your money there, and we call it mailbox money. It's just uh, every quarter, hopefully, you get that you get that check in the mail or the direct deposit. So while you're going through college, you're you're getting these quarterly distributions. Is that accurate? 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And as those quarterly distributions came in, it was, especially being in college, um, it was all about saving up and re- redistributing that capital back into passive investments eventually. Okay. So also prior to going to college, I'm assuming prior to going to college, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Did you not attend the 16 hour financial freedom seminar that we offer at Lifestyles Unlimited? Oh, so before college, I had actually attended many, many meetings with Lifestyles um, and many seminars and two-a-days. Um, I probably had gone to about four or five two-a-days by the time I was 18. Um, I had taken the past investor course back through when I was uh, 16 and then again when I was 17 and 18 just to get fully prepared to be a passive investor. Um, so I'd taken a lot of those courses, and I still to this day look back on those courses and review new material all the time. What do you think was the most effective educational pursuit? The, the time you spent focused on Lifestyles Unlimited education or the time that you spent focused on University of Houston education? Um, by far, what I do now, it was Lifestyles education. The university education did play a part. By no, I feel, and I told my my mother, um, I could have definitely gone gone out in the world without college, and I feel like I could have been fine. But college definitely added something that I didn't even expect. Um, my final courses through at University of Houston in real estate finance, um, some of those courses were like developing a real estate project, appraising commercial real estate, finance and investing in real estate, and. The, and when you're talking about university, they're all commercial. So it was industrial, retail, office, not just multifamily. And so that definitely broadened my vision and gave me a really in-depth knowledge of financial engineering it takes to make these deals run with leveraged money. So when you're you're sitting in the classroom at the University of Houston and they're they're talking about, you know, student housing and stuff, were, were you in your mind going, man, this is stupid. Why are we doing student housing? I definitely, I knew it wasn't a path I was going to take. Um, just like every little piece of different uh, classes throughout college, you know, there's information you may never use. But just having that in your mindset and having that degree was definitely beneficial just to show up, especially the outside world of outside of our small community of lifestyles and real estate professionals, what it is to be a real estate finance major. You know, I think you hit the nail on the head. What what that college degree did for you is it gave you instant credibility that, you know, I mean, if, if you go to a lender and say, hey, I know everything about real estate. I'm a Lifestyles Unlimited member. Unless that lender is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited community, it would be lost on them. They, they'd want to know where you went to school, how many transactions you've done, yada, yada, yada. Right. 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 And I was actually fortunate for my for my lending um I used a lot of my passive investments on my resume as well. I had let them know I was, I owned, I was a passive investor in about 1,300 units of multifamily. Um, so that added some side of my credibility, and as well as I took additional education through the Houston Apartment Association to get some more certifications because I'm I'm, I'm an active learner. I, I love to learn. Well, I'd say you knocked it out of the park, man. I mean, you've you've done all the Lifestyles Unlimited education. You've gone to the Apartment Association. You've you've earned the certifications that they offer that benefit you. And man, you're you're twenty. Are you retired? Would you say you're retired? <laughs> no, sir. I'm I'm definitely full time working, especially uh, being a lead right now. It's it's a full time job, but I thoroughly enjoy it. And for me personally, it, it beats the corporate America life. <laughs> So what what does the future look like as far as retirement? I mean, what's what's your game plan look like? Oh man, um, definitely it's to continue to grow as both a passive investor and hopefully 
as a lead investor, I'd love to get um, 100 plus more units under my belt um, as a lead investor. And then as a passive, it was it's definitely just to make make educated passive decisions and continue to grow my net worth on that side as well. Now, let me ask you about college. Did How did you fund college? Yes, sir. So I was actually fortunate where my parents had saved up a little bit for college. Um, but that also led into how I invested in, as an 18-year-old is passively um, was because I had an IRA account. And I had learned about this through my uh, junior year of high school through some money course that we were taking in high school. And uh, I learned about IRA accounts and what they were for. And I, I realized I wasn't going to touch that money until I was much, much older. So it meant almost nothing to me now. And I, I looked up some things of how to get that money and what's the best methods. And I realized that if I pay for higher education, which is college, um, it's a lot less of a tax cut for me. And so therefore, I had gone to my mother with an idea who, as as you may know, she's a passive investor. Um, and I came up to her with an idea of, hey, if I pay off school with this IRA money, um, could you reimburse me, even if it was three-fourths of the money you'd been saving up for college for me, and I'd just strictly go into passive investing. Um, and that, some of that money also was from me working, and I'd been in some small jobs as well and everything. But immediately went into one or two passive deals right in 18. And then from there, it just continued to grow. And anytime they refinanced or distributed money, like I said earlier, it was just redistributed back into passive investing. Man, I, I love all the words that are coming out of your mouth because, I mean, it sounds like I'm talking to somebody that's about 10 years my senior, but the reality is you're like uh, many years my junior. But here's the beautiful, <laughs> here's the beautiful thing. You and I, we can communicate with each other because we know the exact same things to talk about with regards to real estate. I mean, I can ask you about cap rates. Not a problem. You can answer that question. I can ask you about rates of return. Not a problem. You can answer that question. So I'll tell you what, Miles, here's the question I have for you. Is real estate going to be your absolute future or do you plan to do something else down the line? Definitely real estate is my future. As, you, as we've been talking about, it's something I've strategically planned for many years up through high school and so that was back when I was about 15 or 16 and now I'm only 23 so recently this this full year of being out of school is what kind of was my starting journey if you could say even though I had many years behind my belt was this is where I'm hitting the road running right now. Man, I'll tell you what, and you're, you're kicking butt and taking names. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the future. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Stop waiting. Stop sitting around. Stop procrastinating. This is your time. Make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. It's gonna crash. It's gonna be better next year. It's, I've gotta to listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me all the time. You know, I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? <laughs> I go, and you're not rich yet? Well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop, lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. 
listening to Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. Now, here's your host. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and I am joined today with Miles. Miles is here sharing his 23 years of wisdom with me. You heard me correctly. 23 years of wisdom. And you're thinking, oh, he's been in real estate for 23 years. And and to be honest with you, that's that's a fair and accurate statement. He has been in real estate for 23 years. But here's the other thing that you may not know. He's 23 years of age. He is a outstanding real estate investor. He comes from a family of real estate investors. As a matter of fact, I had Frank and Madeline on the show two weeks ago. They, they just happen to be your parents. Aren't, aren't they your parents, Miles? Yes, sir. They are. They are my parents. My mom is a loves the passive investment and been lifestyles for a long time. So, yes, sir. I grew up in the industry with them. Yeah, I, I think uh, Madeline was telling me that uh, they're into something like 110 deals as of now. And, and you're already into, is it 12 or 13? I, I've got two different numbers on my notes. So I don't know which is accurate. Um, I actually recently just passed investing in another deal. So it's 13 deals now. Okay, 13 deals. So so you're, you're still developing money and you're still investing with other lead investors. Why aren't you just investing with yourself? Oh, I do, sir. Um, so that's what led me into being a lead investor. I had, I bought a 26 unit back in April, um, which has been a very exciting and very um, interesting experience just running that whole show. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I've definitely been working on my own, but keeping those past investments and growing that net worth on that side is definitely beneficial. And especially being so young, I know that exponential growth throughout the years will definitely come into play here soon. So you've got 13 13- investments that you don't have to mess with, but you have one investment that you spend the majority of your time on. Is that a fair statement? Yes, sir. I mean, passive investing, like we said earlier, is all about that mailbox money. You find a deal, you invest with that lead, and then you kind of take your hands off the wheel because the show is theirs. But I'm a lead on one deal with 26 unit that I have 19 investors. And so I'm that same person for them, basically. They give me their money, they take their hands off the wheel, and I'm the one running the show. So tell me about this 26-unit apartment community that you acquired. Was it, was it a piece of trash when you bought it? Was it beautiful when you bought it? What was it that attracted you to this particular complex? Yeah, so this particular deal was definitely the location for me. Um, it was in a prime spot near a downtown location. The demographics um, and the population growth and everything on that side of the city data looked really good. Um, so I knew that this deal had some potential, and then looking deeper into those numbers, I saw that the potential returns I could get to investors is doing a little bit of extra things and increasing that revenue of the property. And so I knew it was definitely a, a deal to be done, and so I took the opportunity and just kind of went for it. What were the financials telling you? In other words, um, what what were you hoping to get this deal to accomplish for you? Was it to, to increase equities exponentially? Was it to develop cash flows? Was it a hybrid Yeah, so I would say this one was definitely more of a yield play. So it was definitely leaning more towards the cash flow scenario. Um, I was able to do returns with being the first quarter of the property ownership. Um, I was able to do distributions. uh, So it definitely was a cash flow property. Not much needed on the rehab side, although we do some things to make the curbside appeal and to make the overall appeal and make the community a little bit better. Um, But other than that, no, sir, it wasn't some big project that I had a lot of rehab or man hours for. 
What kind of rates of return are you able to develop this this early into the project? I mean, you're you're at what about the the eighth month? You're already paying distributions, which I think is amazing. What kind of rates of return are you giving your investors? Just maybe just on the cash piece, we don't have to talk about the equities pieces. Yes, sir. So. Um my recent distribution was right around 8.7% cash-on-cash return to investors. I was able to do a little bit more than that, but because of the increasing interest rates and un- unexpected concerns of insurance possibly going up next year, we're just holding on to a little bit of that cash, but still 8 to 10% cash-on-cash returns. Now, that's not the only way you're going to make money for your investors, correct? Oh, correct. Um, hopefully, upon sale here, especially being a 26-unit and demand hours it takes, hopefully the exit strategy is around a year two or year three exit strategy. Um, and so we would sell at that point, which obviously we've been working on increasing revenue, keeping those expenses low, trying to make the property as beautiful and as ready as possible. And so upon sale, it should uh, should return around 60 to 70%. So overall, including the cash on cash returns, we're hoping for around 100% uh, return on the money around year two or year three. Okay, everybody, I, I want you to understand what Miles just told you. With this particular investment that he has, and for the 19 people that have invested with him, he is taking their money, he is putting their money to work, he is paying them an 8 to 10% cash-on-cash payment in quarterly distributions, and he is positioning the asset so that in year two, possibly year three, he will have doubled your money. That's that's exactly what you told us, right, Miles? You're you're trying to double everybody's money in two to three years. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's definitely the goal, and that would hopefully always be the goal is to try to double those people's money or more. You never know. Why not invest in the stock market? What what is it about real estate that just makes you go, ah, no stock market, real estate only? Well, one thing for me was it was a it was a hard tangible asset. So, for instance, you buy a stock on the stock market, you watch, you watch that price fluctuate every day, and you're never really out until you sell. So you never really made money until you pulled your money out of the stock market. Or in real estate, you could have your money in this building, which is a tangible asset, and you could drive by it or walk through it every day, and it's producing an income for you. So you have your money in this building. That building is producing you money. You're getting a return on that money, let alone when you do get out of the game and you sell that property – that property is worth more, not only due to inflation and increased value of the dollar throughout the years, but just because you've increased that revenue in your NOI, it fluctuates like we talked about early on that cap rate. It adjusts that cap rate. What What do you see cap rates doing right now? Are you, Are you seeing that they're they're adjusting with the interest rates? Yes, they're definitely slightly moving with those interest rates. Um, from what I've talked to other people as well, is they. They see them potentially going uh, up. I know they've been compressed quite a while um, just due to a lot of money being in the market and very, very inexpensive capital or very inexpensive debt to be purchased. Um, so, yes, sir, I do see them kind of fluctuating. How, how does that affect your your future plans with, with your 26 unit? Are you worried about that? Um, worried, I wouldn't say is the right word. It's definitely something that we're keeping an eye on. Um, like everything you do and everything you buy as a – investor in general, you have a risk assessment. Um, So we knew going into this, I had underwritten it many different ways. Um, One of those ways was our darkest day and what it would look like if all expenses kind of rise and interest starts to rise and what that would look like. And so we still felt stable enough. And that was definitely an important part of our underwriting process was to like 
thoroughly stress test this deal to make sure that it was a functional, stable deal, no matter what he's thrown at us. Do you have enough passive income coming in that it meets or exceeds your ordinary expenses of life? Yes, sir. It, um, right now I do. Um, I'm definitely hoping to kind of make it a little more comfortable for myself and get into a, quite a bit more passive deals eventually. But right now the main focus, especially being as a lead, um, is just kind of holding on to that, some of that capital. So whenever there is the right opportunity and the right deal to come by, that I have that money ready to go. You know what I just heard you say, Miles? What, sir? You're retired. You're, you're, you, do you know that? You're, you're ac- you actually meet the, the definition of retirement. You have enough passive income coming in that it meets or exceeds your bills. If, if you didn't want to work anymore, it'd be okay. D- did you know that? Um, I definitely have an idea. I'm sure, I'm sure uh, my parents wouldn't be too happy if I tried to retire myself at 23. But I, and like I said, I enjoy working. I wouldn't know what to do with myself if I just sat at home all day. So I really enjoy being active. I love learning. I love the surprising challenges that come with being a lead um, and dealing with real estate in general because it's not only a, a building, but it's several families are living with you. 26 units is 26 different families that you have to help if they have problems or uh, if there are maintenance requests, make sure the right people are getting those problems solved. Yeah. I mean, you know, first of all, we're not going to tell Frank and Madeline that we've discovered that you could retire yourself any moment, unless, of course, they listen to the show, then the cat's out of the bag. But having said that, this lead investor thing, it's you described it as a job, did you not? Yes, sir. It is a job. But it's a job you don't mind doing because all I hear coming out of your, your mouth is just passion for, for what you're doing. So you've you've replaced what would be most of us would have a normal job and some of us would be happy with our job like your mom was. Most of us would be disgruntled with our job like I was and we'd be looking for a way out and you bypassed all of that stuff. And I think that's amazing that your parents created that opportunity for you. And here's the beauty of what I see going on with you, Miles. You have the ability to grow your company exponentially. I mean, you're 23 years of age. You could do this for five years, 10 years, and you could just be done and you could just travel the world. I mean, had you ever considered that? Yes. I'm definitely traveling. The world is one of my top goals just for a personal thing. I I love enjoying, uh, I love enjoying and learning about other cultures. Um, It's really eye opening to see how different uh, all over the world is and at the exact same time, how similar some things we all do are. So yeah, that's definitely a goal. But for right now, it's all about real estate, continuing to learn, seeing what the market's doing, because especially nowadays, um, we're in unprecedented times right now. And so it's really interesting to kind of be a part of this and also reflect back at what's happened in previous years, like 08 and 09, um, and even further back as well, because knowing what happens in history will play a part of our future 100%. I, I agree with you. I agree 100 percent. Hey, let me ask you about the next deal you're, you're wanting to take down. I think you mentioned you're looking for about 100 units or so. Yes, sir. I'm, so I'm looking for 100 unit garden style, uh, typically class C, uh, multifamily community. Um, the reason why I'm wanting to step up from the 26 unit is really to get a little bit more staff under me. Um, being running a 26 unit has been eye opening. Um, and I wanted it to be because I wanted to be really in the nitty and gritty, um, doing the daily processes, understanding the softwares, understanding what it means for uh, contractors and management and leasing. I want to know those positions before I start hiring people for my own company potentially um, to do those jobs. I want to know what those jobs fully entail. 
Um, so like I said, I'm IRO certified, so independent rental owner with Houston Apartment Association. And then recently this year, I just got my CAM certification as well, so certified apartment manager um, with Houston Apartment Association. And those are two really big things that I wanted to get under my belt, not only for education, but for daily knowledge and experience, knowing those laws, the rules, the regulations that entail running a multifamily property. What would you say to other 23-year-olds listening to us right now? I mean, could they do this real estate stuff too? I really, truly believe that anybody is able to do this. It's it's not a rocket science. There is there is quite a bit of moving parts here and there, but taking small bites at a time, you can get the whole thing accomplished 100%. It's just having that capital and really more importantly is having that right team behind you, having those experienced and knowledgeable people. I mean, my team is massive at this point between lawyers and mentors and uh, consultants just in general at it's definitely really nice to have people where one very unique situation comes up, you, you know the right phone number to call, and, hey, I have this come up, you have any ideas? And they're, they let you know, oh, I've been through this a couple of years ago, something similar happened, you should do this, this, and this. And you execute it, and so you're getting, I'm getting knowledge that 40 years in the experience other people have, I'm getting that knowledge shared to me, um, which is really beneficial, I'm really grateful for well, there you have it, everybody. I mean, th- th- let me just let me just sum it up all up for you. At 23 years of age, Miles has spent the last six years devoted to learning how to correctly invest in real estate. He has taken his hard-earned money, put it to work for himself. Now he's buying his own assets. He's actually retired himself, although he's a little bit too humble to say so. And to be honest with you, Miles, your future is just gorgeous. I'm looking forward to seeing the results. And if you want to get started like Miles did, go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.